Welcome to the podcast with a purpose with information and content meant to motivate, aspire and inspire you from romance author and host Chamira E. Fleming, but you can call her my welcome to an experience. This is the Purple Charm Experience. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of the Purple Charm Experience. Well, I'm your host, Chamira E. Fleming, but you can call me Mai. I am so happy to have you with me today. Again, um, we are uh, one day, one week and a day out from the Thanksgiving holiday. And as you know, each episode, I love to kick off with a motivational um, or inspirational quote that we all can aspire to or aspire to. And nonetheless, I have another great one for you today. It says, seek out a community of writers who are at the same stage as you to get feedback and emotional support. It's important to get better at your craft but those friendships will also sustain you through the ups and downs of publishing. But Sandia Menon, author of When Dimple Met Rishi. I think this is a wonderful quote, especially for me. You guys know I am, you know, two weeks in going. This is the third week of NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month. Um, you probably are <laughs> tired of hearing me talk about it at this point, but I'm a writer and this is a writing podcast and this is what I do and I'm sharing my journey with you, but I felt like this is a wonderful quote because I agree. It's nice to be able to connect with other writers, um, at the same stage that I am, or if it's you that where you are, um, But I found, for me, I found um, that making those connections have been a resourceful connection um, with those writers at various stages of their writing journey as well. And I've been able to get, you know, some really excellent feedback on what I'm doing and advice on how to navigate this space from them. Um, as well. And most recently, um, I'll share with you that I've, you know, been finding a lot of meaningful support from the Black Writers Collective. I joined this group um, in October, and it seems to be, I'm not sure how relatively new it is, but I engage with these authors and writers on a uh, an app um, for that's called Black Writers um, Collective. And, um, you know, I, I found it to be, you know, a really, really a supportive space. And for me, you know, I've always been a solo writer, a person that didn't really engage with other people when I write or whatnot. And so um, this is the first time that I really, really, taking a step out there to connect with other people, particularly people of color or 
you know, that look like me. Not that I haven't wanted to. I just never had to or never thought about it. Um, even, uh, you know, joining writing groups of what people who are my counterparts, I've never really done that. I've, you know, sat in on webinars, I've gone to classes and I may have taken, you know, listened to other, you know, other podcasts from other writers, but to engage with them, no. It's not something I typically do. And the few writers that I have engaged with or do engage with have been through social media, through Instagram, um, just doing like the the writer's loops and the author loops and those kinds of things where you they set up a post and you follow everyone that's a writer or a reader or something like that on the post. Those are the only times that I actually really engage with people who wrote or who write. And so um, I find it this Black Writers Collective to be, you know, a really cool space for me because I'm reading articles that are really interesting. Um, and, you know, I do enjoy, I find in, I'm finding that I do enjoy chiming in and sharing my writing updates with like-minded people or people who at least care about the fact that I'm writing because they're writing too. And I can, you know, provide my support as well. You know, it's different when you go on a platform like, um, like a, um, Facebook or, you know, a social media platform like TikTok or um, Snapchat or Instagram or what have you and people engage with you, but, or they follow you, but they, they really aren't in tune or really care about what you're doing. You know, a follow is a follow on those platforms. I, you know, for the most part. But when you engage with people in a in a space where everyone is, you know, kind of doing the same thing you're doing, they're writing too, makes a difference when they respond to something that you say and they give their advice or their opinion on something you, um, on a, a post that um, everyone is speaking through the thread. So, um, but even with even connecting with people from the Romance Writers of America, you know, for me, this has some benefits. I mean, I've found my, um, the editor that I'm using now on there and she's phenomenal. I mean, I think she's a, a, a awesome lady. And so, um, I just bring this quote up because even if you're not a writer, but you're in a different, you know, a different industry or a different you know, um, have a different career or what have you, you know, find like-minded people in a group where you can find your support. It's almost like finding your tribe that you can connect with so that you can engage with those folks that are going through the same things that you're going through and you can share experiences and get feedback when you need it. It's not, you know, like I said, it's not, I'm not just speaking in terms of, um, just being a writer, this, this quote is transferable to anyone who is in a, you know, any space, um, find your tribe and connect with them. 
And um, so if you're thinking or looking for support, you know, for whatever you're doing, consider finding a group that um, is in the space that, that you are passionate about. And I'm pretty sure you'll find the support that you're looking for. At this point of the podcast, you all know I love to share with you my favorite sips for the week, better known as my sip of the week. And of course, I have another fabulous sip for you to enjoy during this podcast or whenever you decide that you would like to partake in um, sipping this beverage. Um, Because we're in the festive season, Um, We are one week and a day away from Thanksgiving, and I have another um, fabulous sip. Now, I've done a sip before in the past, probably about a month ago, at the beginning of the fall season called the French 75, which is probably one of my favorite uh, cocktails to drink. But I happened to stumble upon a, another uh, cocktail that is a twist on the French 75 called the Fall 75, which is basically the autumn version of the, that particular um, New Orleans French 75. And of course, uh, when I'm able to uh, sip again after I after I give birth I will be definitely trying out this particular twist on my favorite one of my favorite cocktails the French 75 but in the meantime I wanted to share it with you so that you can enjoy it during this holiday season so one of the what you're going to need for your ingredients you're going to need four ounces or a half a cup of cognac four ounces or a half a cup of spiced apple cider, um, chilled sparkling wine. You can use champagne, Prosecco, Cava, um, whatever you like, as long as it's sparkling wine, and optional fr- fresh rosemary or thyme sprigs. Now, to make your, co- your cocktail, you're going to fill a cocktail shaker with ice and then add your cognac and apple cider and shake pour into four champagne coupe glasses or flutes um, and then top with the sparkling wine if you want to you can garnish it with the fresh rosemary or thyme but nevertheless if even if you leave it out this is going to be a fabulous sip for you to have and it's a little sophisticated too so i hope you enjoy this sip for this week and as always drink responsibly and i will have another fantastic sip for you the next time we join each other (laughs) 
Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the podcast. I'm so happy that you took time out of your day to listen today. Um, as always, um, you know, I hope you enjoyed the, the opening with the my quote of the day and also with um, my sip of the week um, that uh, that I shared this week. And, you know, we're winding down the year. We're coming up on the close of 2021, which seems like it gone, it went really, really fast. And we're about a week out from Thanksgiving. And after this, I think we have maybe three more episodes. Yeah, um, three in this season. And then I'll be taking some time off um, to enjoy the holidays welcome this new bundle of joy into my world and uh spend time you know with family and friends and enjoy my time and i hope you will be doing the same and you know in the meantime while i am out i hope that you will take an opportunity to go back and listen to season one and season two and catch up and uh you know, check out my blog, check out my website, www.creativecalfrey.com. Um, pick up some of my merchandise from my Etsy store or on my website and support the brand, the, my brand, the motivate, aspire, inspire, motivate, aspire, inspire brand. I would love to see you wearing and rocking my, 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 my merchandise and if you do, please feel free to tag me on social media. I love it. love it. Love it. And you never know, you might see yourself in some of my posts. Um, yeah. So, and then, you know, as we kick off 2022, I have some wonderful updates for you in terms of, you know, when the book three will be launching um, and, uh, how to get information about that and, uh, and more information on book four, you know, um, I am super excited. Um, like I said, with NaNoWriMo, uh, the national novel writing month, um, going on right now, we are in book, excuse me, into week three of, uh, the, uh, writing for this month. Um, as you all know, I have committed myself to writing at least 50,000 words to complete book four. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and be honest with you guys. <laughs> uh, if, I don't know what's going on. I feel like this month has been super challenging in terms of being able to write. And I think it's only mostly because of the fact that I am you know, working full time in the past when I have written, especially like when I wrote book two, um, I wrote it during a time when I actually didn't have, I wasn't working full time for a company, you know, I was working full time for myself and for creative Calvary. So it really didn't, I really didn't have to worry about, you know, clocking in per se for anything other than for myself. And so, um, being able to write, you know, some of my best writing time 
and for the day during the day is in the you know the wee bit of the morning hours i really come up with some really great ideas at between 3 and 6 a.m and i write you know pretty at a at a high you know really at a high level or really quickly with a lot of have a lot to say at the six o'clock hour and i just you know at that when i was writing my second book i would just write until i couldn't write anymore and usually i would get i could bang out 2500 words no problem but especially when i know where where the story is going now with this book book four i know where the story is going i plotted this book um but i just don't have time like i had to be like a a free-flowing faucet to be able to just get everything that I want to say out. And so sometimes it takes a little bit of time for me to get, you know, rev up to the point where, and if you want to you know, talk about race cars, to the point where I get loose, where I can just, you know, write, 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 and it just come on out. Um, but so the last two weeks, have been super, super busy with work, um, my day job. And um, I've been, I've had, I've struggled to find times during those two weeks to be able to write, especially at the beginning of the week, because it's usually, I'm very busy at those, you know, at the beginning of the week. And so just trying to find that little, even 15 minutes just to put some thoughts down have been, you know, a challenge because I have to think, I want to make sure that what I'm putting down isn't trash. I don't, I'm not putting down, it's not garbage in, garbage out with me. You know, when I write, I sit down with intention of writing something that is going to be meaningful. So I, I don't have to do a lot of going back and rereading what I wrote and thinking to myself why the hell did I write what I just what I wrote you know and so um with that said it took a while just for me to get up to the word count that I am today like I'm I haven't still haven't even cracked 10,000 words yet I probably will this week but still I should be in the 20s or at least in the 20s at this point and um I'm not, <laughs> but I will say, um, that's okay. And, you know, I, in the, in my quarter today, I was talking about the black writers collective that I joined where, um, I found them to be, you know, found it to be a really good resource for me, um, because, it feels good to have the support of people that understands where you, you're coming from and what you're going through. And I recall there was a, a post that asked what we were up to and what we, what our plans were, writing plans and stuff was. And I had responded that I was going to, you know, that I started writing for NaNoWriMo. And someone had responded to me and asked me, you know, how was it going? And I had responded that, you know, I felt a little bit bummed because I had committed to 50,000 words, you know, 1,667 words a day, but I haven't been able to meet that goal, that daily goal. 
on a rec, you know, consistent basis. And this person was just so encouraging. And she said, you know, don't worry about the word count as long as you're writing. That's all that matters. You know, even if you're writing junk or garbage, you can go back. You know, there's a quote that I, I posted a couple days ago on my, my social media Instagram um, account where it said, you know, even if you're putting out garbage, at least you can go back and edit garbage. You can't edit a blank page. And it's true. And so, you know, I've been making a point to at least write something. Now, I will admit on Monday, November 15th, I didn't get a chance to write anything because I literally was working until after 8.30. And so, um, but I will say over the weekend, the previous weekend, um, to this podcast episode, I literally, um, wrote until I couldn't, I couldn't get anything else out. I wrote, worked on this book. I worked on my blog. I worked on everything that I possibly could in terms of what required me to sit down and focus on writing. And it felt good. It really felt good. And on Saturday, November 13th, um, I finished chapter one and I was so excited because I knew that is a major, that's, that's a major milestone for me because it meant that I was able to get the thoughts that I wanted to kick the story off out and it's good. And I went back and I read it a few times and it's really, to me, it's good. And I'm excited. And so I was like, oh, well, let me just get into chapter two and let's see what, what, you know, where that goes. Because I knew chapter two was going to be a short chapter, but it's going to be a meaningful chapter because it's going to be something where the family rallies around this main character to support his decision to go um, do what he's about to do next. And so I really wanted to showcase the power of the power of, and the support of the black family. And there's some things I might have to go back and, you know, uh, add to it to make it, you know, make it pop a little bit more, but I really wanted to, um, draw on the essence and the importance of how the black family and what the black family was during the, you know, during that time, during the seventies. And, um, you know, in my opinion, there are some things that we have lost as a society as a whole and as people as a whole and what families used to be, the family unit used to be to each other and to, um, and what it stood for, and I wanted to um, at least acknowledge it, um, its presence during this time, and I wanted people to see the Black family in a very, very positive light, um, because I come from a, a Black family that 
Uh, we're not perfect by no means, but um, I come from a good family. My husband comes from a, a great, a good family. Like we, we come from great people, and I know that there are a lot of African Americans that come from a long line of great, great people. And so, um, contrary to what society thinks um, and what um, you may see in TV show on TV shows. Um, the way in which we were raised and what we lived through um, is completely, you know, has a completely different backdrop and story to that. And I, I just wanted to reflect some of the things that I recall from my family's experience, some from other, you know, other friends and family's experiences that I have witnessed growing up and being around them. And um, chapter two was my way of being able to do some of that. And so when I closed out chapter two um, on Sunday, I was very pleased with um, that outcome because it gave me the ability to have this young man have a conversation with his family um and then although it was a difficult decision um it was also something where they ended up supporting him for the decision he had to make and I'll just leave it like that and it's not like it's anything major but it's you know it's something important that I feel like um a lot of students, a lot of, a lot of black youth, um, tend to have to make, especially, you know, if you do something different than what your family and family's intention for you was to be, you know, um, in terms of what your future may hold. So, Um, but yeah, so I was really, really pleased with the fact that I completed chapter, chapter two. So even though my word count isn't where I want it to be, just know the story is going in the direction that it should go. And that's, that's major for me, major. And I am looking forward to writing chapter three and beyond because this is where the meat of the story is going to take place this is where you know this character is going to go through all of the things and where you will start to see um other characters emerge particularly his love interest where the romance is going to take place So, I just wanted to give you that little tidbit, let you know that I am off to a running start, and I am super excited, super excited about it. I'm glad you're on this journey with me. Who knows, when I come back from, from, um, after the holidays, I may be done with this book. I don't know. I should be, but I don't know. And, um, yeah, 
can't wait to to continue this journey and um see where it goes but nevertheless we are two chapters down and on to the next so with that said i hope you enjoyed this episode this week no i don't have any prince history for you this time but you never know i shall or may be back with one friend next the next episode and in the meantime in between time please please enjoy um, the rest of your day check out other episodes from this podcast please check out some of my uh, podcast families uh uh podcast uh check out no picks after dark podcast see plan do show podcast um we need answers podcast and all of the other amazing and wonderful folks that are a part of the charm city collective media uh podcast family so i wish you well and have a wonderful day hi guys i just want to say thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the purple charm experience i hope you enjoyed it but in the meantime in between time I hope that you will also take a moment to check out my website, www.creativecalfaray.com, where you can find more information about me, my books, my merchandise, and more. Also, while you're there, I hope you, you will sign up for my newsletter by subscribing. If you also want to receive exclusive content and merchandise that pertains to this podcast, please sign up for my Patreon page by becoming a member. And finally, if you really enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider sharing with your friends and family. I appreciate it and they deserve to get this great information too. So until we meet again, I'll see you next time. Bye.